up, everybody? It's episode 15 of the Teacher Sports Podcast, hosted by me, Patty Picks, and BD Betts. Today, we're going to get right into it, get into a recap from last week and get some picks out. Who's me? What could be, uh, could be a sketchy NFL week with all the COVID rolling around. But uh, I'm going to start it off. We're going to switch the bat in order after this past goal. And he thinks, he thinks he needs a little bit of change. Can't be hitting lead off. I went three and one, or sorry, I went four and three, two unit play caches, Panther City and Mighty Line, they got dusted, Thunderbirds win, uh, me and Patty Picks are live in the flesh at that game, uh, Bandits minus one and a half caches, Steelers plus three and a half, no, Jacksonville plus nine and a half, no, that might be the worst bet I ever made in my life, Cowboys minus four caches and tampa monastery caches which i could have told you that three weeks ago because the bills are terrible that was a <laughs> sweat the, though the last two that Dallas probably shouldn't have cashed both of those teams every every it. game on sunday got interesting for like 13 seconds yeah but honestly the bills are a joke how do you let pyramid walk you off of all people on that roster on he like was... third and four walk off how you doing <clears throat> see you later yeah i mean i didn't it's easy to say now, but that was pretty. What were they doing? Zero blitz there? Because he I had, don't know. I didn't never rewatch it. I just moved on. He was wide open on a drag route, so obviously they were playing man. And then Edmonds was in the middle. Looked like he had slow as hell cement. Yeah, there was nothing he could have done about it. But no, that was a crazy ending. The Bills honestly should have covered. They probably should have lost by three in overtime. Oh uh, yeah. How'd you do, Demps? Uh, I went two and two on the pod picks for minus zero point two u. One or plus 120 play in the NHL. Tampa beat the Leafs on Thursday night. Steelers plus three and a half and Cards minus two and a half are both really ugly performances from both teams on prime time. Um, and then had a teaser that cashed fairly easily. The Bengals covered it in overtime, but they had a couple muff punts. Like there's a couple bad breaks for that to even really be close. And the second half of that, Denver won convincingly in Detroit as I thought they would. And yeah, pretty mad week nothing much really happened to be honest <clears throat> yeah it happens sometimes but overall it's been good the past few weeks so we're due for that patty how'd you do i saw you a little <laughs> smirk on your face there uh i went uh let me just look here loss 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 <laughs> loss loss i went 0 five um <laughs> for a negative 5.3 units i mean it was it was an all-time bad week so uh, really, you don't go the full season without having one of those. No, you just don't I mean, want to have gonna, two. You're gonna have, you're gonna have one of those. You just and don't want to have two. Hopefully, we can make up for it with an undefeated uh, reverse sweep here. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Jacksonville, terrible. Um, I mean, we might as well just talk about some of the games now. Like, well, you know what? Actually, you know what we should talk about. I think that's more important because uh, I have like 15 plus years experience. You got a lot of years, Dem. So I know you've been doing it for a minute too. The biggest thing is when you have an 0-5 week is not chasing your loss the next day. Not forcing something, not trying to find something, not trying to find something in-game and managing your bankroll is important. Because when you go 0-5, but then you try and fucking hammer something to make it all back, how often does that ever work for you? Once every five times? Like It feels like that. It not never often. works. The ball just rolls downhill. It definitely downhill. is, over the long run, works less. 100%. For sure. You might get lucky. It's you not worth it. To make it. Yeah, back, you might. It, you might. If you have lucky. an zero and five Sunday or an zero and five Saturday, whatever you're betting on or whatever it may be, just move on to maybe not even the next yeah. day, which is hard really to do. Something you like, but because you're like you feel like you need to make it back right then. But we all know, like you're not. We're not getting rich overnight doing this, right? It's a year long no. thing. 
So we, you could lose, say, in our case, I could lose three thousand last month, but the year, month before that, I made four, and like at the end of the year is when you're tallying. It's a it's a long term right? game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're gonna have weeks where, hopefully, not many, but where you don't win a bet, and you know, you just gotta keep battling and you know if you make a couple units for the next few weeks then you're, you're back in the profits there's just um, nothing wrong with not and we've chasing. had yeah i mean don't chase myself personally i've had a good pretty good start at the nfl season so i could afford an 05 week but it's never fun it's just you know but the biggest thing you did you didn't you didn't start hammering a lot of bats you didn't start chasing you just no. stuck with what you had written down in your notepad and you rolled with it and, and i'm sticking to football i'm not i'm not starting to like i'm not betting like tonight i'm, I'm not betting on the nba tonight because then i'll just end up betting too much and that's just, that's just what happens when you're kind of on a shit streak so i'm just waiting for the game tomorrow night i don't even really like anything off off the bat tomorrow night but maybe in game i feel like it could be a good game for live bets yeah no it should be a good game but just the lines i in my opinion are pretty accurate i just don't know what team shows up in that game chargers wise like you got Herbert, Dahl, and then not making mistakes and the whole team's rolling and they're stopping the run out of nowhere is it the team that Gives up huge holes on defense, and Herbert's just humming picks. Well, I'll be concerned for the Chargers if Eckler doesn't play. Like I think he will play, but he is he is up a, in the he's air? He's a band aid man. Is, I don't know if he like he missed time last year, but it was like he tore his hamstring. Like he's always he hasn't missed been around. Game. I think me and Pat noticed that he's always like just after every play, he just got a limp. Mm. I don't know. He's not a big guy, but he hasn't missed any games. Yeah, he's far. been he's been uh, reliable this year for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Like that last year was his first year of really being the guy, so maybe that mm, kind of be. Yeah. So this series, but Chargers have been underwhelming this year, though. Well, they either look like one of the like an elite offense, or they look like they just can't move the ball. Yeah, whatsoever. they're hot it's and cold. And one or the other. It's it's been tough to bet them. Really, you don't you don't know what team's going to show up. You don't know what offense is going to show up. I mean, you know the defense is going to struggle against the run. Uh, against the pass, they haven't been too bad. So when they get a lead. They've been able to kind of hold it, but yeah, I mean, against the run, if they get down early, they're in big trouble. I, mean, I was writing the Chiefs off, so go ahead, Dumps. Like, they, me and Pat are high on the Chargers, and you sometimes see that team, you see the reasons why, and then you're not as high on the Chargers. You see the reasons why. It just, yeah. I'm like, not even we, really we, high we, on the Chargers anymore. I'm, I'm well, high on Herbert, but high relative. I don't, coaches, I don't look forward I don't to betting like, on the Chargers yeah, the, the uh, at all anymore, really. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he does go for it too much on fourth down. I like that at the start of the year, but I am more aggressive in those kind of situations. You're an analytics like guy. Aggressive in that situation, but even still. You got to tell, they got to start towing the line of football. Yeah, yeah they go for it too much. Yeah. But there's a lot more coaches that don't go for it enough. Yeah. It's starting to not be as bad. Many, but, like, five years ago, it was even way worse. Yeah. But it's, he's, yeah, he's got to tone it down a little bit. But, I you mean, really I'm not going to tell him how to coach his team, so. <laughs> That's with me. Like I was leaning the Steelers this week, but I don't think I can bet them after last week. You don't know what you're getting. You have zero zip idea what you're getting. Ben Roethlisberger either looks like me at quarterback or he's a stud. <laughs> you're on the so either. You way. know what we can talk about right now? Actually, we can talk about this. Oh, here we go. You know what we're talking about? Chase Claypool is oh a <laughs> fucking loser. I honestly think I, I would just f- find a way to cut him on spot. Him and Juju, bud. I don't even know Juju. Juju nights. would never do that. Ju- I don't think yeah, Juju you, would I do think that. He would. I do. No, I didn't, Juju I wants didn't to win football. Chase Claypool. I don't even think he's there to win football games. He's there <laughs> for himself. You're telling me you catch a first down pass. You're driving down. I think there was 34 seconds left on the clock. What did they clock it at? 28 seconds. They would have. They would have got they another. He wanted off. a point to a first down. Like we get it. You got the first down. Run the ball in 
and fucking get it spiked. What, and then because he was doing that, the ball... F- yeah, I don't remember what happened, but the ball ended up on the ground. The worst part was... It cost him 10 seconds. He's a clown. The interview afterwards, they asked him about it. He didn't regret it. Yeah, and he blamed the O-lineman for knocking the ball away. I think he said something I said along the lines of, I was doing me. Yeah, I'm like, okay, you can make a mistake, but own up to it. You don't go and throw your other teammate under the bus for trying to do the right thing. Well, yeah, you've seen like Larry Fitzgerald at D-Hop. Did you see that highlight? They were like, Chase Clayton yeah, was taking yeah. heat for two days. D-Hop gets tackled. Larry Fitzgerald, best receiver of all time, in my opinion, runs over, grabs the ball from D-Hop because he's pinned and runs mm-hmm. it into the middle yeah. so they can spike it. Right. Like, that's the what you do. Mm-hmm. I would be. I was infuriated as a better, as a fucking Pittsburgh Steelers fan. If that's like the the hope of my franchise, I would be fucking furious. I wouldn't have even thought he would have gone that low to do that. And I and I understand like he, you know, he was just he was trying to get a quick it all game. He was trying to get a quick sally off and then go place it. But you just can't be doing that. Not he in that making, situation. He was doing dumb shit all game though. He's a goof. And he, oh, he's a goof. I want to like the guy too. Like I can't. He's a Canadian I, guy. I can't now. I'm. I'm. The, I, I'm done with him. A lot of talent too. He, like, oh, he's a great player. He's a, he's he a just, great football player. He's got tons of talent, but he's just a cocky. I don't think he really cares about winning. You can't really. He's not a guy that you want to put your money on. No, did I don't even think the, he's a guy you want on your team. Did you see? No, not a guy you want on your team either. You see, the week before he asked Mike Tomlin if they could play music during practice or something like that, and Mike Tomlin's like. You stick to play in the game. I'll stick to coach of the team. <laughs> like I, I just don't know how because Mike Tomlin seems like a like a pretty strict like you know yeah. let's keep things like almost like a Bill Belichick kind of where, where everything's serious and you're, you're taking everything like seriously. And then you have guys like Juju and Claypool and stuff. Like I'm just surprised that they're they're able to act like that on Pittsburgh because I thought Tomlin would probably hold them accountable, but. They just I mean, when they're on kind of keep time, getting away with do? it. But yeah, they definitely are. But in the middle of the game, he's doing Tom, s- weird Tom shit. Say anything about him doing his little and the first stupid sellies too. Like selling's fine and uh, after a touchdown, but they, they they get all these stupid sellies going and I don't know. It just seems a little bit childish. Well, to like me. they had like the dancing on the logo or something last year. Yeah, like, stuff like that. That's just not. And shit. Like, I'm telling you, that's just not the logo Never never ends well. Look at the, <laughs> never look does. at the Raiders. What the fuck were they doing? <laughs> that was bad. And then they come out and they fumbled on the first play. <laughs> Josh Jacobs, good. Thanks. Fuck, thought you didn't trade me. Huh? Who? Did you see what? What happened? See, the Raiders were like they they had a big powwow on the on the uh, Chiefs logo. Chiefs logo oh my god! The and, the then and then they got destroyed. <laughs> Just right rolled over. No snap, mercy. From the first snap, they got rolled. Oh, they lost. They were down thirty-five three at half or something. Twenty-eight three. It was ugly. Whatever. The it was bad. Was. Every time I checked, the Chiefs were they in the red zone to win by fucking four hundred. I, I know it was great for Hunter Renfro and my fantasy team because Buddy had like. 14 catches or something yeah, like he that. Went, yeah, he went. Yeah, what do you have? 115 yards? Something, or something like that. But Hunter Renfro is good. He's been good since he was in Clemson, man. He's just a weird looking dude, too. Looks nothing like a football player. <laughs> oh, he's awesome. He really doesn't, but he is a great player. I think he caught the game when it passed when Clemson played. He did, yeah. He did, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the game nobody wants to talk about or nobody wanted to watch, but we all lost money on. What one? The Jags game. <laughs> worst, worst bet I ever made in my life, honestly. That might be worse. That I felt worse about that than when I took the under in the Ohio State game last year in the finals. And the or Purdue plus sixteen. <laughs> any any. This just it. this one's up. And this there. one this is, is bad, one. and it's not even like I don't think. I don't think Jacksonville's actually that bad of a football team. I just think their leadership's horrible. There's a lot of factors. I mean, you got Urban Meyer, who's a goof. Trevor Lawrence, it looked it, fucking terrible. 
Yeah, but I don't think he's set up for success, and they don't have any fire in him. I actually like their defense when they rally. I know, but even like, tackle. Justin but Fields they, has had some games where he looks half decent. Like yeah. Lawrence hasn't had a game. I, re- I realize yet. he's not in a su- situation to succeed, but they weren't they weren't in field goal range that game. They didn't get across the fucking Did you thirty-five see their run game though. They, they didn't they run. They ran six times. James Robinson. I know they like refused. That's, Ur- to that's use Urban them. Meyer being a clown. Urban 100%. Meyer, percent. Carlos Hyde went to Ohio State, so you got to use him. You would have to think that. Uh, yeah, that's probably honestly that's Urban sad. Meyer loves seems Carlos Hyde is loves him. Urban you, Meyer just seems like you a have terrible to think person. that he's he's done after the season. I I think you should just if he get rid it. of him now. He's more of a distraction than anything. He's old fucking grinding on little girls. The only time you ever hear about the Jags is when Urban Meyer's That's name comes stupid. out about something weird. Kicking players at practice. <laughs> He's a weird man. And then the other thing. At the club. Like, or then the other thing when he fucking was like, uh, went in. I've, I still think this is real. It only got leaked for a reason. Of saying that, like, I'm a winner. You guys are losers. Tell me why you guys are winners and all this shit. Like, <laughs> and then you're a beauty. He's coaching a team with about three good football players on his team. One of them fumbles. He gets sat. Okay, so now we got two good football, yeah, so football let's, players let's on our team. Let's just really narrow it down. Like, here. holy fuck, man. Another what are thing. you doing? Like, it's going to happen. Fumbles happen. It's football. Like, I understand if he's doing it every game, but, man. Bill Belichick gets worked off about fumbles and stuff, but he doesn't... Not even as bad him. anymore. Like, he'll he'll let a guy know, but he doesn't, he's not, he he doesn't put him in the doghouse. No. And they have other options, too. Like, the Jags have... They're one guy. They're, they're, uh, they have really, Hyde, yeah, but... They're so That's bad. their guy. But, but I honestly think it's leadership. Their team isn't... Isn't that bad? Like I, they're better than the the Lions. I I take the Lions against. I they are. In, I'm saying the difference. In remove coaching. Urban Meyer. Remove him. Oh, he's been removed, there. buddy. He's in fucking I'm Turks saying, and Caicos. Put Kegos. someone else in there. They're better than the Lions. Dan Campbell I don't gets think so. everything he can out of that Lions team. How? Are, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Put yeah, Dan Campbell yeah. in Jacksonville, a motivated team. I'd rather Jared Goff and Trevor Lawrence. Oh fuck me. I I, I cannot. After watching what Trevor Lawrence did last week, what is he supposed to do last week? What did you want not hum do? picks? Maybe run for a first down when you have thirty yards ahead of you instead of throwing a underthrown pick. But they're playing from behind, man. Like, I understand. Like you were, we're, you, we're thinking about the cover of fifteen and a half in the teaser, or whatever we had. We're not thinking about winning the football game. They had to move the ball down the field, which is I on get, your quarterback. I get what you're saying. And like, the you coach, the play calling, Chenault Junior, who is who's decent, is their best receiver. I know. It's just at some point ran the ball. you have to fucking put some blame on Lawrence though. You got you got to put some blame on Lawrence. 6 times. Lawrence. Whatever the fuck it was, like how it, Eagles proved you can't just pass the ball. The Bills proved yeah. it every week they had their, a zip run game they did, they lose last four They did times. have 5 yards on 6 carries or whatever it was, but So how what is he supposed to do? There's no one in the box. They were literally beating the run just with a with like a form. I'm not hating on no I'm blitz. not like picking on Lawrence here. Their whole team sucked. They had Way too many holding calls. They had, you know, Super any fucking play they had that actually went their way was called back as a penalty, which was not many, maybe one or two. And Lawrence just, he played terrible. I don't care. I don't have anything against Lawrence. Just watching that game, that was the yeah, worst game I've seen good, a quarterback play this year. For failure. That whole team is. The answer somewhere between you guys, I think. Like, James Robinson's had games where he's had over 100 yards rushing, but, and Trevor Lawrence is by no means set up for success, but. It's a little bit concerning that he hasn't like flashed at all. He doesn't really have. I think a he play. flashed in the Bengals game. A little bit, yeah, but I don't know. But you got to go back a while. Have, you know what I mean? Like he's not. Do you, know, do you know how? Like okay, <clears throat> just playing. Even just say being involved in a high school football team, they're going to so like on an NFL scale, they're going to 
the fucking practice facility every day for four or five hours a day. Imagine going and doing that with Urban Meyer as your coach. <laughs> yeah. And the grueling. Like, imagine going and doing that. The whole season. Like, it's, they're just probably having zero fun. You can't write off Lawrence yet, but no. you got to give him at least like another two years. But And Travis Etienne's back. Bit. I think he's going to be a huge, huge yeah. addition. That's a big loss. An underrated part of the Urban Meyer stuff. He doesn't seem to have any idea what's going on with the team. Like, he was asked a couple weeks ago about why James Robinson came back into a game after he was injured on the last drive. He's like, he came back into the game. Like, he just seems... He just, he just a, standing there like a fucking old idiot. This past week, somebody asked him in an interview after the game about when they were going to get the... I forget the guy's name. He's a safety on their team. When they were going to get him more snaps because he's like a young player who they drafted fairly high. And he's like, yeah, we worked him into the game plan a little bit more this week. The guy had zero snaps. He talked about him like he got him into... The guy didn't play at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't even just, understand him at all. He doesn't know what's happening on his own football team. I just, I can't see myself betting on Jacksonville ever again. It's ever as, again. as Urban Meyer is the coach. If, if Urban Meyer is there. Honestly, because I, like, you know what I think is the play this week? Houston plus three and a half. If you want to bet a game. <laughs> I was looking at it. I think I'm that, on, honestly. I'm literally on it. It's a play. I'm on Houston plus three and a half. It is a play. Because they look, they showed flashes they against showed Seattle. Flashes they didn't play Seattle. too bad. And honestly, Seattle was dialed in. <laughs> Seattle was dialed in because we had, were watching that game and. That was a closer game than what it ended up being. Like, Rashad Penny broke a long TD at the end of the game, but Houston kept that close. Like, it almost looked like Houston was going to cover plus nine. defense isn't that bad, and then... Davis Mills isn't bad either. No, he's Davis had a Mill. couple games. Like, I he just I, I took his under for passing yards against the Patriots. He threw for over 300 yards, a couple touchdowns. He's had a, over 300 yards against the Rams. He doesn't really he make any mistakes. He looks confident back Seattle. there. He hasn't forced the ball anywhere. He's, I, he's looked good from what I've seen. And Again, is not he better than situation. Tyrod, though? I don't think so. Probably. I don't. I don't just right need I'm not going to say right now, but yeah. How old is this guy? I don't. He's even a know. rookie. He's, he was he's, just drafted. He's not young. He's like 25 or but four. He was just drafted. Yeah. No. Like he's he is a rookie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's an older rookie, but yeah. I mean, he's he's looked good. All right. And do you guys want to get into the picks or what? Do we want to talk about that Arizona game? No. <coughs> Arizona are frauds. We'll Arizona are frauds. Collar socks. Yeah. I know my brother wanted us to defensive the cards more credit, and that did not help at all. Who wanted them? Chad, my brother. He wanted us to give the cards more credit. Anyways, Chad, I got nothing to say about <laughs> that. Hey, we got gave, a lot to say about that. I know. Yeah, brothers I know. love the cards. There's a bunch of random cards fans around here. Dachi's brother loves I know the there's uh, some of my buddies that listen to this podcast that are cards fans, and they bag on. Was he on the cards? That makes sense now. It all come, it's all coming together. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'm going to get into my picks here. We're going to reverse the order because Pat's cold. So. Uh, uh, to I'm pinch hitting today. I'm going to start with some NLL picks. Um, nine and two on those just through Twitter. I didn't put picks out the first week for the NLL, but I'm liking the lines that I see. And uh, for some reason in Canada, we're getting late, way better lines in America. So first uh nll pick of the weekend sat at friday night seals san diego seals minus one and a half against calgary for one unit minus 110 seals offense is nasty and like <clears throat> they started slow the first game last game they started looking like they were clicking on all cylinders and calgary lets in a lot of goals so sus defense sus goaltending i think uh, the seals get it done by probably like four or five to be honest could the over what's the over could the over be a play over was 22 but i don't know if calgary's going to score goals no yeah, like, what if it's like, I don't really want to see... Like, How's Calgary look so far? Seven. Didn't they beat Saskatchewan, or did they end up losing that? Uh, they beat them, but they're just... They're, Saskatchewan, I think, might be a little overrated. You think? They just don't... They think they're not playing four quarters of lacrosse. They look good in Halifax, actually. They did. I was loaded. The but. Rock look overrated, too. 
The Rocks, though, yeah, we'll get into that here in a second. Uh, my next pick's Rochester over Albany. Rochester, Albany, over 21.5, minus 110 for one unit. They both got good offenses. I think Rochester's an offen- uh, over team because they can keep up on offense and they're in the game the whole time, but their defense isn't that great. And 21.5 just a low total for me. I don't think you're going to see these for the rest of the year, and both teams have mediocre goaltending lately. And back to the, like we said, with the Rock, who I think are overrated, their defense is... Look, sus. Their offense was slow. Their goalie was sus. And he's one of the best of all time, if you look on the Really? List. Nick Rose, yeah. Holy like he's, fuck, he played bad. But he's just a big fat fuck now, and he can't see He let team. in three, probably, that he really should, like, routine. Really routine saves. And there was some, like, tricklers, too, around his feet. Yeah. I think his gut's just way too big. He just he's gotten too big. He's so he's an older guy, then? Yeah, he's been in the league oh, yeah. for a minute. So I'm going uh, Philadelphia Wings plus 102. They're dogs, one unit. I think all around they have a better squad, and that they'll be able to limit the transition of Toronto, like, they did have some def- defenders pushing the ball, but I know Philly got the guys to counteract that. I think Nick Rose is lost. He's a fat fuck who can't see his feet. <laughs> uh, and the Wingston has pushed a transition, and they have a lot more weapons to get it done. So that's my three NLL plays for the week. I have two football plays, but I'm going to get into my soccer play first. It's a Champions League play, PSG to qualify over Madrid. Uh, Mbappe is just – that's going to be a two-unit play at minus 120. I'm not going to bet the game singly in this, and it's going to take it to qualify because PSG's at home first, and I think that they're just going to pop a lot of balls in the net early. Mbappe's in amazing form right now. And uh, PSG just starting to gel now that they're all together here for the last little bit. And we got Sergio Ramos on his revenge tour against Madrid. And they just had a weak, weak uh, division there, so this is their first real quality team that they have to play. So I think that uh, PSG gets that done. You're all about PSG. You're, I have you've to. got them to win the Champions League still, though. Yeah, yeah. so I have to take this bet. And yeah. I, but I still think this is a good bet. Like, just Madrid just had a sh- – they're just going to come into, like, a whole different quality. Like, all they really have is Kareem Benzema, and that's it. Yeah, they're not the same Madrid team they were no, a few not years ago. Close, so. Minus Dude, 120 here. Should I go yeah. to PSG to get me out of this slump? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, but it's game's not until February 4th, 15th or something. Okay, I'm not going to wait that long. <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd like to get out of the slump before then. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, maybe so. is it? Yeah, it is in February. Is it in February? I have no idea. I think idea. it is. I can't remember the date, but anyways, it's a midway. I'd get that in now before it changes. Uh, but yeah, I like PSG a lot here. Uh, from there, we're going Chiefs minus two and a half for two units at minus one thirty-five. I'm buying the hook because I don't want to push on a field goal. Uh, the Chiefs are just clicking. They're taking what's given to them. They're running the ball now. Patrick Mahomes show like where he was trying to be a hero seems to be over. I feel like they really reeled it in as a team. The Chargers' run D is really bad. It was good a couple times here, in and out the last couple weeks, but hopefully they don't show up. And I just think the Chiefs are back to themselves. Like, I'm not writing them off like I did because I did have them wrote off. I was that guy. Hey, we all really, they really, really turned it around quick. Like, I was wrong about them. I was right about the Bills, wrong about the Chiefs. And, like, Sorensen might be good now. I hope tomorrow I'm watching him do that shitty celebration (laughs) in the end zone with the ball. Sorensen? Yeah. He's never going to treat you, bud. (laughs) But, no, yeah, I like the Chiefs here a lot. I think Mahomes isn't playing great. They're running the ball well. They're taking what's given them, like I said. And I just think they've just got better coaching and better players overall to get the job done tomorrow. Well, I hope you're on the right side of Patty for once. Yeah, me too. And uh, then my next NFL play is a one-unit play, plus 120, Patriots money line. Uh, Patriots, I was – like kind of tossing around on this game a little bit. I wasn't sure. But at the end of the day, I just think the Patriots D prevails. I think Belichick and that defense are going to 
rope went in and make a mistake because he just crazy doing it. I think it's going to be a dogfight, and the Patriots are hot right now. I'm just going to roll with the hot team and what I think is going to be the game of the week. And uh, Mac Jones has been very reliable, so I'm not going to bet against him. Yeah, I think that's honestly going to be the best game of the weekend. Like, it's two really evenly matched teams, in my opinion, and, like, two really good defenses. So, interested to see what's going to happen there. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor is going to be able to make as big of an impact as he usually does. I know I got fantasy this week, semifinals with him and both my teams. But, you know what, if anyone's going to get the touchdowns on that team, I think it's going to be him. I think I would take the over 44 in this I can't game. see Wentz. total sky. I can't see Wentz throwing for more than one tutter. <clears throat> so, yeah, if they're going to put up points, it's going to be JT. I yeah, I think it's going to be a dogfight. I think it's going to be a good football game. It's going to be fun to watch. I think we're going to see a lot more passing from the the Colts. It's going to be in the dome, right? So we get to see how they're going to hold up the Patriots defense, not in a weather game. We're going to see uh, get Jason, the, the Patriots throw a little bit more than last game, too, I think. Yeah, it feels like a game where Wentz is going to get a TD. Like he's going to be out scrambling around somehow, find yeah. his way into the end zone. I think it's going to be a battle. It's going to come down to the wire. It's like the Patriots on the money line. They've been making me money all year, whether I'm with them or against them. And I feel like we just keep rolling them. And we keep, we're, we're reading their games, right? So I'm going Patriots money line. They're I usually, like I find, kind of a – you can predict – like New England's a team that you can predict. Yeah, you they, like, pretty, like weird reliable. shit doesn't really happen. Like you're not seeing a bunch of penalties in New England, New England games. You're not seeing them do stupid shit like going for you know dumb fourth down conversions or like it's just they play the game the right way, which is I think why I find New England games are you more know what's predictable. Something that I really like about the New England Patriots, we, we're always talking about one two punches with running backs. The New England Patriots have the exact same two running backs, same style, same runners, same size, basically. So they don't have to change anything. You're not bringing in fucking Boston Scott on third down, 4-2, to hopefully run like a little screen pass or run something off tackle. They can do with whatever. These are big, fast men. Yeah. And they can do with whatever they want with them. And no matter what yeah, one's no, in, no. they can run the same place. Yeah. They're not flipping the book. No, I agree. That's why I really like the Patriots run game. No, that's a good point. That benefits them a lot. I, I, I like both of them a lot. I think... Who do you think's better? I don't know. Who do I think's better? I don't know. I actually don't. I actually don't know either. I prefer Stevenson, to be honest. I think Stevenson's got more potential, but Harris is really effective, too. Yeah, they're both. I have no idea. Pick pick your boys. Stevenson's, you know, a year younger, but uh, I think I'd be happy with either one of them. This is the first time I can say in years that I actually really like the Patriots running backs a lot. Well, yeah, usually they don't invest a ton into their running backs. They got, like, just... You know, they have whatever, the reliable, like, like you know, James White, White and yeah. Rex Burkhead. Bolden was around Rex for a while, Burkhead, but... Loser. No, this is the first time for a while that a New England Patriots team's been able to just run the ball down your throat. Yeah, they're they're solid, and that's why it's easy to bet on them. What do you got yeah. for us, Demps? Uh, so, I've got, actually, two Thursday night player props. I'm going to start with Travis Kelsey, over 66.5 receiving yards. Um, Chiefs are going into LA. They're playing great football right now, but Kelsey hasn't been a huge factor of late. But I don't really expect that to continue on Thursday night. Uh, the Chargers D excels against wide receivers, but it struggles to contain opponent tight ends. And these teams matched up earlier in the year, and Kelsey went off for seven catches and 104 yards. I just feel like this number is too low and a bit of an overreaction to the last couple weeks where Kelsey had, I think, under 50 receiving yards in both games. But that was because the Chiefs' defense had multiple defensive touchdowns. They were playing with a the lead. They were running yeah. the ball. They just, could get that. He could get that in two plays. Yeah, for like, a joke. There was just no need to be throwing the ball in the last couple of weeks. Like he just didn't have a chance really to put up big numbers. But 
I don't think that's going to be the case against the Chargers. I think the Chargers will put up enough points to push. I need him for fantasy, so I'm really hoping for that one. Yeah, no, that's a good bet. Yeah, I, I can't remember the last time I saw a Kelsey receiving air total this low. It's always, it's usually too and, high. Like that's and it's just a good matchup too. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, no, that's that's a good number, and I'm surprised it's a good matchup based on the number because it's never that low. Yeah, and the odds there were minus 105, and I'm just taking it for one unit. Don't usually go with two unit plays on the player props, but. My other player prop for the Thursday night football game is Justin Herbert over 16 and a half rush yards. It's also minus 105 for one unit. And Herbert's beat this line in his last four or five games. And he's had a lot of success running the ball of late, which it's been surprising that he hasn't done that earlier in his career. But it's good to see him add that to his game. And Austin Eckler, their running back, he's coming in banged up. And I expect him to play, but he's definitely not going to get his full workload. He's not going to run the ball as many times. And their backups are pretty bad. Well, he could like easily who is their backup? Josh Kelly and Justin Jackson. Like Herbert could easily just scramble and cash that in one run. I know he has six, seventeen yard runs. It wouldn't all the surprise time. me if he got a couple designed runs tomorrow where they don't want to use Eckler a ton. Like in, like you said, even if he doesn't, he could get that. In yeah, I, I mean, I think he's going to get, get it. I don't think they'll really make him run like by design. I don't but. really seem like that kind of team, but. I don't know. And yeah. Herbert doesn't seem like he, he he never takes hits. Like he's pretty. Well, that's he's yeah. usually pretty conservative with his body. So. I know. Yeah, but but no, I mean scrambling he gets wise, open field, he could definitely get. Oh yeah, yards easily. He's had good success with the QB props of late on Twitter. <coughs> Kyler Murray cashed pretty easily. Yeah, that was Josh good Allen, we've cashed a few times, but no, I like that even without them having a design run. I think that could cash easily. Yeah, I like that number as well. And then I've got a couple money lines for Sunday. Start with Sunday afternoon. We've got Steelers money line plus 105 for a unit. And it pains me to do it after what happened last Thursday. But I just I can't pass on plus money at home in a must-win game. It's a Titans team that I'm not very high on, even though they steamrolled the Jags. That, yeah, but, that means nothing, though. you got to yeah. go back to like the week after, previous to that. The Jags beat themselves. Yeah, that game honestly get rid of like only half of twenty those. points on the Jags is pretty bad, and you get rid of about half of those penalties the Jags took, and they probably would have had like ten points. Yeah, and like they just don't have the pieces right now that they usually do. They're missing Henry, they're missing AJ Brown, and I don't know, Julio is not himself anymore. Julio is not. I could see myself Sunday morning hopping up when I do my Twitter plays and being on the Steelers. Yeah, like it's just. It's not I love a play, play I'm super compliment or confident in, but you can't pass plus money at home. And I think this is a pretty good matchup for them, too, because Tennessee, they're pretty good against the rush, but their secondary is really thin. And Deontay Johnson, and I don't, we don't love Claypool, but he is a talented I like Deontay player. Johnson, though. Yeah, Deontay Johnson's great. I like him a lot, but I don't He's know. improved they're a gonna lot. Be, Claypool will have work. a fucking... Revenge game of being not being an idiot, being embarrassed, and actually like he could, maybe he could have like a fifty-yard touchdown at any. Point or he could just play. be stubborn and be like, "You're not going to change me. This is what I do. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep selling after the play. Fuck you guys. First down, baby. Woo!" Yeah, you sound just like him. But yeah, they've got those two. They've got Najee Harris and Pat Fryermuth as great complimentary options in the passing game, and I just think this is pretty good value as a. I don't really get why they're underdogs at home, to be honest. No, that's but an absolute lock. The only thing that scares me about the Steelers, I don't just talk about it, not dog in your pick whatsoever, because I like I the pick. Yep. But um, what's up with their run game? Their O line is pretty garbage. I know. You think they would you know somewhat what? figure it out, though. You know what I kind of noticed against the out. Vikings is, like, Harris had a really good game. But when he hit open field, like, he didn't really look like that great of a runner. No, he, he doesn't. He kind of looks rigid. He doesn't have elite speed. 
yeah, it's all but underwhelming. He looked, I feel like when I was watching, I mean, I, I guess that's why you don't compare college to NFL, but when you see him in college, like he looked like he was breaking away from people with speed, right? Yeah, he's not out no, here. No, he I, didn't. I, I, uh, I, I was surprised. their whole run game is a whole underwhelming. I was yeah, surprised. I forgot, how, I forget what his 40 was, but it wasn't great relative to the other running backs. Like but not even, not even just his speed, like just the way he was running. Yeah. It, it almost looked like he was nagged by something or... I don't know. He just didn't look like. I mean, he's had a huge workload. It wasn't surprising. No, I know. Banged up a little oh, bit. 100%. He's hurting. Yeah. And no, then, I love Najee, though. He's a beast. Yeah, he's going to be a great running back if they ever get him on O line to run behind. But last play here is going to be the Bengals money line plus 125 for a unit. And they're going into Denver to face the Broncos. And from what I saw, the Bengals game, they lost in overtime. But I think they're the better team. They shot themselves in the foot a couple times. So they muffed two punts that resulted in points for the Niners. And I just I yeah, feel yeah, like I mean, they're starting to click a little bit on offense. They you can't predict muff punts. No, it, like those, we never get those our way, and they must be the most infuriating thing to watch. Like when you think you got your stop, you're getting the ball back, and then it just gone. Out of the bets we've taken, I haven't done the exact math, but like points off turnovers against us versus four in the 100%. last like three weeks, it is ridiculous. How many? 100%. We have not, we have not been getting turnovers like resulting in points on our bets and, it's been uh, fucked like extra points and, and a ton against down. yeah yeah i don't know. In, i'm not trying to make excuses but like it's just been that kind of a uh stress streak where you're just you're not getting those bounces and we were getting those at the beginning of the year so it's going to even out but it just sucks when when you're not seeing those go your way yeah i don't know it's just it feels like there's always the chance that your team you're back and is going to throw oh, yeah. a pick or do something dumb but when oh, yeah. the other team's driving it just feels like it's inevitable They're oh when we get money well, on you'll sunday, never get bailed out on sunday trevor lawrence well, like they whatever they got a nice gain for a first down then they took a penalty so it was second and <laughs> 20 and we were like almost on the verge of getting field goal range and maybe getting something rolling and I looked at Pat and I said, "Now we'll throw a pick because the force <laughs> oh down my field, God, the next literally play. next play, sure enough, boom, interception. Yeah, like you can just feel it. You just <laughs> you just like it's something that just would happen. Yeah, it's just, just gonna happen, especially in that game. Holy fuck! Yeah, I didn't actually watch a ton of that game. I'm kind of glad, but from oh, I'm what I did see, that I watched ugly. that game made that made it even that much worse. Yeah, but. One of the reasons I'm high on the Bengals right now is they're finally getting uh, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase rolling at the same time. Like early in the year, it was Jamar Chase and T. Higgins was a ghost. Then Jamar Chase kind of vanished for a couple games, but now they're finally getting them both going at the same time. And if you can get both those guys involved, they're both studs. T. Higgins, people kind of forget about him, but he's he's a stud. He is one of the like better go up and like he high is, point go up and receivers. get the ball, man. Yeah. Like I, I, I think I could see myself on the Bengals. He's the kind of guy you watch make those contested catches, and not a lot of guys have the body control he does. Like it's no. just, it just looks, it, it looks effortless. And him as a number two receiver, that nuts. Yeah, it looks like, effortless when he does it. Yeah, and you got Tyler Wood in the mix. Too. I, know. I like him like, a lot too. He's great out of the slot. One of the best wide receiver groups in the league for low sure. key. Yeah, not a lot of people talk about them, but no. definitely is up there. I'd say top three. Yeah, I would agree. But yeah, I'm actually kind of i wouldn't say i'm high on denver but i like their defense a lot so i've backed them in a few spots but their offense is just not that great no like teddy bridgewater he was fine start of the year he's going going downhill now yeah teddy two gloves ain't the answer he's got a great receiving core and they cannot throw the ball i know it's it's embarrassing how little passing yards they have to wide receivers and you look at their three they yeah, have not a, ideal. They might have a top five receiving core in the I league, know. and they just like, don't get yards. They it, don't get yards. Makes no sense to me, but which isn't way. completely on Teddy's. But 
Javante, you got to find a way to get them the ball more. Yeah, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, they've been playing really well. Mm. But since he's got a decent rush defense, like I think they'll be able to contain that offense fairly easily, and they'll get their points for sure. So that's going to be I a good game. Let's we'll take another it's shot. All at I, uh, it's all I know. here. It's going to be a good game. There. I don't know if I mentioned it, but their odds are plus one twenty-five, and I got them for a unit. But that's all I've got. I'm not going to give any NHL plays with the amount of COVID that's going around the league right now. It's pretty well impossible to bet the league as it is, like day of. So trying to do it the day before is just not possible, really. It's not worth it right now. So even the NFL picks are given out now. Like maybe put them in Saturday morning. Yeah, for Saturday. Yeah, I had that in my notes. Don't. I wouldn't lock in any of our picks until <laughs> just closer where, to just Sunday. Just COVID is right now. Because it could completely riddle. Like yeah. you could take the Steelers and all of a sudden seven players have COVID. Like you could be on you, the Bengals, Joe Burrow, anybody, COVID, yeah. and then you're stuck with like, I don't know who their backup is. Like, all right, what's what's the comeback season pick for the week? Bob? Well, it's only up from here. Comeback season. Um, we hope. <laughs> I'm starting off with the Texans plus three and a half. This is just, I got to take this pick. You love to bet on bad teams, don't you? This is spot. You're worse. You're like me two years ago. With Phillip Rivers. <laughs> I, I I take I, I go with where the value is, and this is great value. The Jags. I have never been so confident. The Jags are the worst team in the NFL right now, and Houston actually is. You know they're bottom five, but they looked they look like a good tier bottom end team against Seattle. I was staring at it, and I just know I don't want to be sitting there watching it. At but you, but you I thought of it though. I did. Think but you thought it. of it. It's oh, it, yes, I'm not I watching did. it, and I am not making the mistake of having more than one unit involved in this game. But I'm putting a unit on Houston plus three and a half yeah. at minus one twenty five for one unit. I just I'm, I got to do it. Trevor Lawrence is a joke. He's a bust. <laughs> Urban Meyer oh, is a, a clown. I know Norton's a big you know Clemson guy. He's a little bit biased towards. Lawrence, as you can all tell, he's he he looks fucking terrible, and I'm I'm fading him this game. Davis Mills looked nice. They they gave Seattle a little bit of a ride for their money, so I'm taking plus three and a half. I mean, it's a, a battle bit of, of a ride for their money. I've never heard that before. A little bit <laughs> of a run, a little bit of a ride for their money, and uh, so I'm going, I'm going, I'm I am going the Texans here. We could just have Patty Pickisms. Patty Pickett, Kansas, <laughs> ride for their money. Norton, you got he's got delegate. just about as many as me going. Yeah, you guys both got a lot, but I think you Dems is the only well-spoken one here. Um, second pick, I, I'm going Cowboys minus ten and a half. I don't really typically like taking these big spreads, but uh, I mean, how could you not against this Giants team that's that's beat up? They got Mike Lennon starting at quarterback. I, I don't think I I could see Dallas dropping like a 35 bomb here. And the Giants have been really struggling to put up points the last few weeks uh, without Daniel Jones, so I'm I'm taking that minus you know covering 11 points for this Dallas offense shouldn't be too hard. Um, Zeke's could, elite. Hopefully Zeke has a game. I'm just saying, like he's on my fantasy team, and I really need a big week. But he I need CD Lamb to do nothing in this game. Really? Yeah. Well, hopefully Amari and Gallup just go off. But uh, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking minus ten and a half. I don't think that's. I don't think that's enough points. I mean, it, it's it's a lot of points, but I don't think it's enough. Like is the Giants are just in New York. Uh, it's in New York, but okay, yeah, it doesn't really matter that much. But I was just curious. Uh, so I'm gonna go tailing uh, BD bets here as well. I am taking the Steelers. This is I have two two unit plays. The Steelers money line is one of them. <laughs> okay, love it. I'm setting the Steelers up to disappoint me once again, but. They just, they always have good value. And I am pretty low on Tennessee right now, even with what they did to the Jags. But I think that just goes to show you how bad the Jags are. Uh, this Tennessee team without you know, Derrick Henry and, of course, A.J. Brown, you know, that's the identity of their team is running the ball down your throat. And 
This is an absolute must win for Pittsburgh. They have no choice but to win this game if they want to make the playoffs. It's at home. This is the kind of game the Steelers just, they dig deep. Tomlin gets his players dialed in and they come out and they give their best effort and they win this game. I am confident in that. I really do not think this should be plus money, but it is. So we're, we're here and I'm going, I'm going two units on this plus money, money line. Uh, could be at, should be at plus 105 now. It was a little higher now, but plus 105, still great value. Another thing that we didn't really, like Big Ben, he's playing for his career right now. Like you said, it's a must win game. And this he's is- like, going to the year, I was real low on Big Ben personally uh i thought yeah i thought he was kind of done like i i, I love the guy but I, I just thought he was done like you know he can't move anymore his arm didn't seem as good he is kind as of it used to be to watch but he but gets fuck it done man he's them. he's looked pretty freaking good of late yeah as of late they yeah. played real uh, i didn't really watch much of the cincy game i had pittsburgh uh against cincy they got stomped that game but besides that uh from what i've seen out of pittsburgh big ben hasn't he hasn't been costing them games, that's for sure. And yeah, against the char- the second half of the Chargers His game, pocket awareness sometimes is hideous, though. Like it's, it's like, <laughs> what are you but I mean, like he yeah. cannot move. Like he can't move. Just throw it away and do something, then just get. Sacked. I just feel like he'll get so. Honestly, what's the over under of him getting up? It's but after how, a how many times does he do something? On the over. How many times does he do something like you were just kind of mentioning, <laughs> and like you're scratching your head when it happens, and then it just ends up like working out. He just he finds a way to make those weird plays, and he just looks terrible doing it. But he gets the job done. They almost need to extend <coughs> the the down clock for him because it takes him that long to get up after he gets sacked. Man, you know what was weird? He Watching should get an that extra six seconds. Did you see the snaps? The center was ripping at him that whole game. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one was seventy miles an hour beside his right ear. Oh, it was yeah, it fucked. Darts. I don't know how he was even catching them. He made a couple one-handers. It was, oh, when it, it was, back, it was over it was, his head. It's old game. Over. I was he ain't catching oh that ball. Right? He ain't yeah, that's that done. ball. <laughs> It was, yeah, it, it would have been like a punt. I would snap. actually like to watch that happen, <laughs> seeing him scramble back. Maybe not like, this week, but like the week after. Yeah, especially with the velocity the center was putting them on, putting on them. It, oh, yeah. it was bad, so I was sweating <laughs> watching those. But hopefully they figure that out in practice because that was not easy to watch. But yeah, he had zip on his throws too. He was, you know, he doesn't really step into them, but he had some zip on those throws, which was kind of one of the concerns coming in the season if he's still the arm strength so would that be the same center remember we bet on the browns last year against the steelers no the he retired yeah. that was mike pounce you remember the opening uh snap yeah. though but he snapped the ball over big ben yeah no- norton, was, norton was on pittsburgh oh you were <laughs> not not a good not a good, a uh, start, but good. The boys were not a good memory pacers. to bring up but good for us but not sure yeah. Norris, but yeah, I, I think the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win this game outright uh, for two units. So that's that's my first two unit play, and then the second two unit play, no bias here, no homo. I'm going Patriots money line plus one twenty five two units. I got to do it. Uh, I'm I'm rolling with the hot hand here. Patriots fan aside, like this team, the last how many games have they won around like six now has been. They've just playing convincing football. They've been playing football, you know, back to the way they used to play with Brady. And I don't think uh, <clears throat> I don't think the Colts are going to be able to stop that run. It's going to be tough to stop. I am concerned with the Colts' run game. Obviously, JT's an absolute beast, and their O line's great. Uh, I do think Bill's going to scheme up a lot of things on defense here and get Wentz confused. Um, you know, Wentz has definitely shown some promise this year, but he's also kind of been get, get, still Carson Wentz yeah he's still Carson Wentz and he's had a couple <laughs> plays especially the last few weeks where it's like whoa is that is that coming back he's had some a couple bad throws but I'm just rolling with the hot hand here I, I think this line could easily be 
flipped the other way and Patriots could be minus 120-ish. Uh, so I'm, I'm taking the value here for two units. Both teams are hot. It's going to be a really good game, but I do think New England's going to come out on top. Um, yeah, that's two unit play. And then I do have a teaser I am going to give out as well to end it here. Uh, I'm going to tease the Cowboys down to minus six and parlay it with Steelers plus ten and a half and Green Bay money line. Uh, Green Bay is playing the Ravens this week. Probably won't have Lamar, so I, I really don't see them losing that game. That's plus 150 if you parlay those three together, and that's a one unit play. So uh, those are my five picks for this week. Um, but yeah, definitely be cautious with the COVID. I, I'm not going to lock in any of my bets until maybe not even Sunday, maybe not even until Sunday, but uh, obviously for Thursday, I won't be betting until pregame or in-game. Just because of COVID, you, you never know what's going to happen. Like people it's it seemed to have it's really riddled right now it's, it's getting riddled in every sport nhl <laughs> nba nfl variant. yeah abercrombie <laughs> variant it's i don't know it's unfortunate timing for where we're at in the football season too like terrible timing. fantasy football like it's not a fantasy football podcast but it's shitty timing for that you're going into playoffs there and it's just it's really hard to bet with all this going on to be honest. Like, yeah, yeah just be cautious in every sport you're doing like the only one i don't see people teams getting riddled is, is uh soccer it's weird. They probably just don't like care. <laughs> I don't know. Those soccer owners over there, so much money over there. They're just like, we can't afford to not have Pogba playing today. Like this guy needs to be out on the field. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, the NFL is not going to shut. They're down also like, no, they like Odell ball. also just like put up two tutters and like a hundred yards with COVID. So like, just let the boys play. He got COVID. He has COVID. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's uh, he hasn't been ruled out yet, but he's probably going to miss Sunday if they play Sunday. I don't remember so. what the game is, but. I don't really know how it works. I'm not a science major, but if you're asymptomatic, then why not just suit up? Definitely not an English major either, but that being said, <laughs> I guess that's all we got for this week. So everybody remember to bet responsibly, and uh, we'll see you guys again Let's next week. Let's have a week. bounce back week here. Love it. Let's go.